millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. See if Glenn picks up. Ringing. Hey, buddy. There he is. He's on the line. Oh, yes, much. I am. Just feeling, just feeling real tired. Depleted. You are. Yeah, just depleted from all that yeah. winning. It was one of those games, wasn't it? Well, it Fairly was. intense in patches. They're fucking all like that, though, aren't they? Yeah, not all of them, but yeah, that was definitely one of the better ones. I thought. Yeah, I mean, let's face it. Like, I mean, you'd have to say like seventy percent, maybe, are kind of like that, where there's like a yeah. try unit going into the last ten minutes. So, yeah, yeah. So, um, just quickly, I guess we'll just go. We'll just go through New South Wales victorious uh, final scoreline at sixteen points to twelve, a uh, a double to the genius Brett Stewart. Um, who got the other try? I've forgotten already. Uh, Josh Morris. That's right, Josh Morris, of course. And uh, Carney got got fuck all conversions. I think he was about two from four or two from five on the night. I think he uh, he got a penalty goal and uh, one conversion. Um, Queensland, uh, their twelve points came from uh, two tries, uh, one to Inglis and a fucking fluky try to Ben Hannon, and uh, two conversions, including one bang on the touchline from Thurston as well. Uh, so you could st- you could start off by saying that. Um, Really, New South Wales, like the first game, New South Wales were the better side, except this this game, they were far, the far, far the better side, except for one area of play, which is fucking frustrating. Anything to do with kicking a ball. Yes. Pierce occasionally got a long kick in there, but it went straight down someone's throat, usually Slater. Carney's kicking was fucking atrocious the whole time. I can't remember. I mean, I think maybe once they might have found the line, maybe, if that. And, I mean, you know, a lot of times... They just teams... weren't, they weren't coming off the boot like that you normally expect from those guys, you know. They, they are some of the purest strikers of a footy, you know, running around in the NRL, but they just, they just weren't connecting with their usual sort of precision. And, and it showed, you know, that, that their, their accuracy to find the grass wasn't there. And, and you know, that sort of nullified any real opportunity New South Wales had to, to assert the dominance that they had in, in other facets of the game. Yeah, and they didn't, and I mean, and it wasn't even long kicking as well. I mean, it was short kicking, you know, for, you know, repeat sets or anything like that. Like five metres out, yeah. they had nothing. You know, five metres out, they had nothing. It really showed in the second half too because New South Wales, uh, sorry, Queensland had a couple of instances there in the middle section of the, of the second half where... They really built pressure, and they and they were getting repeat sets, whereas New South Wales was sort of one and done, and, and they just couldn't get the ball back again and again and, and build that type of pressure. It showed in the type of tries they scored, I guess. And, um, and But, you know, having said that, like New South Wales, 
you had to be impressed with the way they played, I thought. Yeah, for most part. I mean, this time they kind of started slower and then, you know, worked their way into the game sort of. They know, really built into in. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whereas last time they started at a million miles an hour and then, you know, the sin bin and, you know, run of penalties and things like that kind of took the wind out of them and they, they never were, you know, up to that level again for the rest of the match. This time they probably didn't reach the heights of that first 20 minutes of the first game. But, um, you know, what they did do was far more consistent. You know, yeah, they maintained it for pretty much the entire game except for maybe around between, like, the 55th and the 65th minute, say, something like that. Yeah. But I've done a lot of I saw Queensland, uh, other than Cooper Cronk, a couple of high kicks that he put up, uh, which were very dangerous. I saw Queensland's halves were a bit quiet by their standards. And I know we expect a lot from them because they are a couple of the best players in the world, but Thurston in particular was quite was very quiet. Yeah, um, he had some uncharacteristic mistakes. Sorry? Had some uncharacteristic mistakes as well. Yeah, and I, I know that he was under a bit of a cloud coming into the game, and maybe that had an impact on his performance. And... You know, I mean, he's, 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 he's entitled down to be like that, you know. It wasn't even really a bad game. It was just a quiet game by his standards, given some of his performances at origin level over the years. But they just really needed him. They needed something from one of those guys. And England seemed the only guy that was that was really capable of putting it on on the night. Yep. Um, and Cooper Cronk, you know, he had a couple of, couple of good plays. One play in particular, which... It was probably the turning point of the match, I thought, um, which didn't really work in Queensland's favour, unfortunately. Um, but, yeah, Thurston was fairly, fairly quiet. Slater made a couple of mistakes. I thought Slater he had was... his usual pressure game. Yeah, he's, we've spoken about it before. It generally happens in the Kangaroos jersey, but he does have the odd sketchy performance uh, in a big game at representative level. So. Yeah, and, I'd like, and, and on Twitter... On Twitter, our mate Aaron, uh, just, uh, at the trophy box, he said, uh, he said straight away, it's like 2008 grand final. You just put put hits on Slater and put a heap of pressure on him and eventually he falls and he does nothing for the whole game. Yeah, it was, it was definitely like that. He was, he hurt his knee as well, which impacted the way he was carrying the ball back. Some of his plays that he would normally sort of uh, inject himself around the ruck, they, those sort of plays weren't really there. And even, the times where they tried to throw the inside ball to him, he just didn't have that acceleration yep. um, to capitalise. So he was he was really under a bit of duress with his injury, but I think he was also down on confidence because every time he brought the ball back, he was getting stumped, um, and they, they put a hell of a lot of pressure on him to New South Wales' credit. So um, yep. quickness forwards, I thought... Um, Petro never really, uh, never really got going after being punted in the first tackle. Yeah, I think with Petro, actually, I said on Twitter as well that I think Petro, like Queensland, they'll never do it. But I think Petro, even though he's going to go out, you know, after this season, I think that they they really put their, the I think they put the series at jeopardy if they include him in the side. I think he's done at that level. Yeah, I, I think he's got one left in him. I, I agree this wasn't his best game by, by any stretch and... He wasn't uh, terrific in the first one either, though. No, he wasn't, but he was, you know, he was hardly... He's there, you know, he's a warm body, that's pretty much what he was. He's a warm body, and I'm not going to say he was Ben Cray level, because he was better than that, because I actually remember him playing, but um, not much. Yeah, I mean, if you ever compare Petro Simba to Siva and Ben Cray, I will drive up there and slit your throat. But 
Um, or, or conversely, well, you go, well, gee, it is a time for <laughs> you say it is time for Petro to get away before he becomes a cray. Look, I, I take your point, but, you know, I, I think he's got one more vintage Petro display uh, in him, and, and what better place to bring it out than his last game at Suncorp in a, a series decider, you know, in his last year. So, if, you know, if any going to inspire that sort of play, uh, it's that sort of occasion, and, you know, I wouldn't back against him to turn it on. Um, I thought Ben Hannett was okay in patches as well. Matt Scott in the second half, um, I was really impressed with his run. He was he was really digging in. Uh, Dave Taylor was disappointing. He was he was he was as shit as he as he was as he's ever been. Like coming from the bench, you'd never know he started because he did about the same amount of work. I agree, and I think part of that is because Dave Taylor's Dave Taylor, and um, you know he's probably the world's biggest winger, but. I don't know that Mal utilised him in his game plan effectively. There was times where, where Queensland were attacking the line and there was no, you know, get it a couple of passes wide and, and hit Dave Taylor on the burst, uh, running at a couple of smaller outside backs, which he does so well. Um, yeah, Dave Taylor's uh, got to put himself you know, out there too. Well, it's true, but he, he seemed to find himself a bit closer to the action, and yeah. you know they, they all want to prove themselves Origin players, you know, on, on these big occasions. But you know, that's his game. He, his game is running at small blokes out wide. That's yeah. what got him into a representative side. And if you're gonna if you're gonna engineer a game plan that's gonna get the best out of every one of your players, then you can't have him close to the ruck because he, uh, his advantage is nullified because the guys are better defenders and. The, the weight and power advantage isn't as great as what it is when he runs out wider. So um, I think he he wasn't used effectively and he had an ordinary game. So, um, yeah, I thought Miles was good in defence. Um, tried really hard. Cam Smith was okay. Uh, Brent Tate played well. But for New Brent South Wales... Was quiet. Brent Tate was quiet, but he wasn't shit. No, like I, he, was, I think, he was just quiet. Like, Slater was shit and, um, and, and Fluffy, was, uh, Fluffy Boyd, he was shit too. I think the difference was that New South Wales had a, had a handful um, of real standout performers, um, you know, in various facets of play as far as attack and defence. But And I think Queensland had some guys that had okay games, but no standouts. And I think that's what proved the difference. When you look at, um, you know, I have to mention it, you look at someone like Robbie Farah, 66 tackles, uh, absolute powerhouse display, which you know I to expect, but no one else has ever been with me until now. Now all of a sudden you're president of his fan club, I saw. Uh, very interesting. I'm I just, I, I was just pointing out to someone else who was jumping on his bandwagon that I've been championing his selection for fucking ages now, and this is the type of performance that I've been saying I'm, that you know people are going to get out of him. Yes, yeah, yeah. Apparently, um, <laughs> yeah. Also, like Greg Bird. As well was great. I thought Josh Morris was excellent. He was and, good when he got the ball. I mean, he didn't see enough of the ball, I don't think, but he was he was good when he got it. And also defensively, I think yep. he um, he really rose to the challenge. Yeah, I um, think I do have any, I do have some issues with him defensively though, because a lot. Wow, of people, I thought he was really good. A lot of people, a lot of people are shitting on Uate, but that try that Greg Inglis scored. He was left to fucking hung out to dry then in a two-on-one situation because Morris was, you know, didn't come outside. 
And uh, and take, he should. I mean, Morris should have been the guy contesting the ball against whoever it was that was jumping, with, which would have left Duarte free to you know have a better shot at Inglis to push him out over the line. I mean, when you look at the replay, I mean, Inglis did wrap around fairly quickly. It was a bit tough yeah, there. yeah. But I mean, people are going, oh, you know, Duarte's Duarte's shit. That's his. I mean, you know, not necessarily. I mean, that's, there's nothing he could have done about that. Well, it is. I mean, Boyd's the winger. At the end of the day, Duarte's got to contest the ball with the winger. That's that's his job. Yeah, well, he that, that one where that one where the ball bounced though—that's I mean, absolutely, you know, absolutely his fault. Well, the ball bounced thirty centimeters in front of him. If you can't yeah. catch that, you shouldn't be playing. Football. Yeah, that was that that was ridiculous. That one. Um, that was one a tip off to play from from way back. So. Yeah. Oh yeah, I believe it. Yeah. Um, it's still fortunate. Um, I don't. There's, there's, there weren't any really big incidents. I don't think that. Um, you know, big moments. Uh, you know, match no, moments. I mean, I remember the one. Stuff, but all perfectly legal, yeah. Yeah, and I remember the chase. There was a, there was that chase there from from Cronk that uh, got Stewart in goal, which you know got yeah. Queensland back into the game. Um, but that was dealt with effectively, really. I mean, yeah, yeah, and um, I I don't really think that there weren't there, there any that big moments other than Cronk getting getting Simbin and. Honestly, they're, they're lucky it wasn't a penalty try because, I mean, you can watch that replay a thousand times and Carney still got closer to the ball than Slater did even though he's being held back. So how they can say that, you know, you know, Slater would have got there first, it's ridiculous. I, I would not have been blowing up if they had awarded a penalty try. Yeah. I, I wouldn't say I was expecting them to award it, but I certainly would have been surprised if they did. Um, but at the end of the day, I can't really argue with the, the punishment handed down and, and that really opened the door for New South Wales, and they were good enough to take advantage. Um, yeah. And they weren't like they weren't really, easy tries, but they were. Um, they had to really do a lot of work to get those tries. Well, I mean, their points on the board is what they are, and, and they capitalised um, on their opportunity. And in past years, they haven't been able to do that. Queensland has been good enough to, you know, to weather the storm and then put their own pressure on it. And New South Wales have wilted, but that hasn't happened in this game. And they, you know, they really rose to the occasion on more than one occasion. Um, I just, I was really impressed. I know it was really late in the game and Queensland had worth, you know, had it stacked against them to, to take it out. But that last, there was a set of six there. I think there was about 77 minutes on the clock. Yep. And they just defended like mad men. Oh, to keep them tied 20 metres out or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. And that just gave, gave me the impression that you know, for, for all anyone wants to say about Ricky Stewart or whatever, that that's what he's built. That yeah. effort there at that point in the game, when all the bullshit folklore about Queensland, you know, this is where they come into their own, and these are the games Queensland win. And, and, you know, in the backs of their minds, maybe they thought that Queensland were coming to get them. I don't think Queensland handled that situation well at all. I think they panicked. I think they felt rushed. Um, yep. And they were rushed because New South Wales defended on their lives, depended on it, and and that's what Ricky Stewart's built, and and it's a credit to him. You know, it's it, it didn't all come together, you know, in huge patches last year, but more and more, you know, game one they showed a lot of it. This game they showed a lot more of it, and you know, he's instilled that hunger and that passion and that belief yep. that. You know, other so-called super coaches that have come before him haven't been able to do it, and it's a credit to him. You know, he's got a lot of critics, and I wouldn't say I was his biggest fan, but you have to give him credit for that. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I'm trying. I'm trying to find struggling to find sort of some negatives for New South Wales. Um, ben Cray once again. How long, how long was he on for? Who fucking knows? 
Well, I mean, the, the glaring example was the fact that Watlo came on and had a had a great impact off. Yeah, Watt. yeah. Um, it was just... so had some really incisive runs, and and Ben Cray didn't. So. <laughs> like, yeah, who know who drive Cray's on? It's just like, I mean, you know, honestly, I mean, if he's just there to make up seven, you know, so they've got 17 warm bodies, I mean, surely they could find a place for fucking Woods or someone like that. Who's going to actually you know, well, get, I mean, get, their jersey, get their jersey dirty. Yeah, I mean, and there is no warmer body than Aaron Woods, and the man can warm up. We know I'll that. Tell you, yeah, well, yeah, but I'll tell you what, though, Grant, he fucking, uh, he stuck it to all of the doubters and all the people who were carrying on, like, oh, who the fuck is Tim Grant? First, didn't, second didn't have game. A, didn't have an issue with, with his selection at all. You will remember... It yeah, well, yeah, none, none of us did, but I mean, I'm not saying any of us did, but I mean, you know, we had, you know, there's loads of people like, oh, who the fuck, who's Tim Grant, you know, carrying on with that sort of shit when the selection was yeah. came out. People that only watch rugby league at Origin time. Exactly. Um, you remember last season, mate? I, you know, I, I'm pretty sure it was last season that I said, you know, with, with more of an influence from, from Petro, unfortunately, that hasn't come about, but you know. He was a few seasons away from being one of the best props in the game, and here he is playing Origin and and looking definitely like he belongs uh, there long term. So yeah, 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 I was really, really you know pleased for him because I think he's a quality player and he's had to fight back from injury this season. So um, yeah, he certainly didn't let anyone down. And there was a bit I found that there was as as a as a, as a bit of negative. I found that the large tracks of the game where. New South Wales weren't going forward at all, and it was being left to you know Jennings and and Morris and Brett Stewart and guys like and Jared Hayne to try and make the meters and like Farrow as well. I mean, like he did a great job in defence, but he was running fucking sideways a lot in this game. We only had five runs, and yeah, and they were, and like they he's just crabbing directly sideways. And I mean, I I mean I can understand him not having too much of an attacking impact in the second half because he would have been fucking rooted. But um, yeah. but like in the first half, like in the in the in the first game of the season. Yeah, he was doing a lot of runs and making meters and getting on the front foot and all that sure. sort of thing. This time, you know, there's times, and you know, the forwards have to bear some of the the brunt of that as well because they weren't running forward either. But I mean, Farrell wasn't he wasn't sort of getting them over the advantage line either. Yeah, no, fair point. Um, but yeah, cracking game. Um, you know, great crowd, great atmosphere, well supported um, by you know by the New South Wales crowd. It was good to see such a huge turnout. Um, and you know, other than the pre-game entertainment, I can't say I was I was overly uh, you know displeased with it, with any of the night's proceedings, other than Queensland not running away victors. But it was it was a solid it was a solid game. I was really happy with the game, and, and it was you know it was it's actually good for State of Origin to see the fruits of Ricky Stewart's labour come off and 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 build to that Origin mystique. You know, I mean, I was, yeah. you know. It's, Six series in a row, and you know, Origin will always live on. I'll, I'll never say Origin's dead. Whether New South Wales win the next twenty in a row, you know, or Queensland, you know, go on to win the next ten. You, you won't, you won't. But like someone like Mal Meninga will. He's done it. Yeah, before. but you know, people are going to say it. I, I don't have, you know, I don't deny that at all. But the reality is, this has been built since nineteen eighty, and and players have come and gone, and. Teams have won and lost, and series of, of you know teams have gone in series favourites and been whitewashed, and there's so much history there. It's it's not going anywhere. Yeah. And when you have games like tonight, where you know a team really came of age tonight, and in a game that you know okay it wasn't scintillating attacking footy or whatever, but I think New South Wales the biggest story is that New South Wales really came of age and they lived up to, to Ricky Stewart's belief, and and that 
you know, is a, is a really positive sign for Game Three, and I'm I'm picking that that'll be the best game of the series, and it'll be a cracker. All right, we've got a lot of Twitter action coming through for this one. Uh, we had a year of a Panther for Glenn, astounded that Farrow was not man of the match. For Nate, what might look like he was warming up for Game Three. G and B Stewart immense. There we go. We've got. Um, yeah, I was a bit surprised for Robbie, but I, I can't argue with the Greg Bird selection. I think he had a good game as well. But if it was me, I would have given it to Robbie. But I'm a little bit biased. Yeah, yeah. It's probably just because uh, Bird was probably a bit more complete. I think uh, he, he was uh, cutting it forward and and doing some defensive work as well. Um, but you know, Farah certainly cemented his position. You can't argue with that. Yeah. Um, Annalise underscore zero eight has sent us a image an image um, of someone holding up a sign. I can't quite see who it is because you can only really see their arms holding it up. But um, they're, they're holding up a big sign, a massive banner um, saying, Cooper Gronk. <laughs> so, got to fucking love that. Uh, Shaboogan, credit to Slater for wearing his Australian jersey under his maroon one. Useless grub. Yeah. Can't one of those games that. really unfortunately. And, uh, we got a, <laughs> we've got someone here... Uh, by the name of Powerful, Sam Powerful. Uh, he's uh, at P-O-W-3-R-F-U-L-L. That's a new wow. one, isn't it? Uh, that is real, huh? Hash. What Queen- an epic name. It's a fucking epic, it, it's an epic name. Oh. Queensland in decline. Uh, the Q, the underscore Q78, so Queerly. Even that dog that found Malcolm Naden couldn't have helped Duarte find the footy tonight off bombs. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, he had a touch of Moulton's about him. He did. Make me a sandwich. Love winning an argument against someone whose defence was who cares who wins this game, there's still a third. Um, oh, God. Dashing Dan one. I had Uate for last try scorer. Game one, last try was a knock-on and got paid. <laughs> and, you know, and yeah, they could have probably given that try too because, I mean, he, he, he didn't really play. I mean, you know, play at it. I mean, he's caught hey, in position. He didn't, don't, even say, don't even remotely say he didn't play the fucking ball. It's a knock-on every day of the week. Let's move on. Well, except that the day was... No, no, we're moving on. We're moving on. <laughs> and just on the subject, I mean, like, that, I mean, how skillful was Jared Hayne with that try? I mean, that was one. That was a, a pure arse and tinniness. The boys just, are up with up me saying, because I said, he's, he's actually had a crack at throwing his boot at it. I wouldn't say that he had, you know, the, the, the foot-eye coordination to actually time it or whatever, but he has definitely... Thrown his boot at that. Oh, he definitely it's, meant it. Yeah, he did. Yeah, exactly. Um, no. We've got, we got another one, HSV Raiders. Uh, things we can agree on, Uate is not origin material. That bad, he'll probably captain from the bench in game three. Well, I disagree. I, I don't think he's... Uh, he has, he's had an unhappy series yeah. so far. It's not up to his normal standard. But let's have a look at the games he played last year. Um, well, he played at least one game last year, right? Yeah, that was. I think it was um, his fifth game tonight. So I think he played two last year. Okay, yeah. So um, I think he went really well. He's up to he's up to the standard, but you know, based on what he's showing, I get where people are coming from. But um, they need to adjust their defence, basically. Yeah, I mean, I think he's been left high and dry a little bit at times, uh, which hasn't helped him. Uh, what have we got? Uh, Jeremy underscore Jack zero one. Billy Slater could watch Brett Stewart and learn a few things. Hash Australia's number one. Hash Slater in decline. Hash Tigers in decline. And Tiger yeah, Linda Klein's really relevant to any of uh, that statement. Since, but since, since when has that hashtag ever been relevant? Um, HSV Raiders, 
got to drop the hack hash parte in decline. And wow, you've got a yeah, there's fuck, oh, there's a ton of it. Uh, Hillier said, Are uh, they more like Cooper Gronk? Am I right? Hash born to be blue. Uh, Jason Jehan PI Queensland's kicking game was so much better than New South Wales and Queensland continued their ingenious tactic of having picnics in to play the ball <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Essendon Boa go and get fucked cattle dog <laughs> <laughs> uh, Cruzio 6 uh, more gracious uh, Cruzio, uh, 6 is more gracious to saying uh, well done New South Wales you got your ref change and made the most out of it outplayed Queensland well done well, they can't. No one can argue with the ref change. Yeah, I mean, exactly. The guy that ref the last game was refereeing the kids at halftime. Yeah, yeah, and if, and you know it's lucky they changed the video referee out too. Otherwise, that try to Dave Taylor would have been given. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Beer boy one eight two. After celebrating harder than Lotto winners after victory, I've come to earth like a thud with Bing Bang Theory now on. Hash Channel Nine in decline, and let me tell you, I'm not I'm not a watcher of Big Bang Theory, but um, I was sitting here getting ready for the you know, to record this and everything, and um, it was on the TV, and it was fucking atrocious. I don't know if that's like the worst episode of the entire series or whatever, and maybe people who actually you know want to want to step up and defend that show can fucking do so. I'm glad, you know, I'm happy for them to try, but that shit is fucking terrible. I mean, if you took a laugh track off that, no one. I don't fucking... actually write it. I mean, you know, I have watched every episode of every show, but I, I don't mind sitting down and watching it. But, you know, it's very few shows, you know, with the exception of probably, you know, more recent times, Game of Thrones and, and, and probably before that, maybe Sopranos and a couple of other things in my lifetime that I'll, I'll actually watch religious, religiously. But, you know, it's just one of those shows. If it's on, I'll watch it. I'll have a bit of a laugh, but I, my expectations are fairly low. You can tell it's uh, brought to you by the, by the creators of Two and a Half Men. Absolute lowest common denominator bullshit, and I just think. If you... Yeah, well, I never, I was never a fan of two and a half men, to be honest. So. This is like, this, this is basically two and a half nerds, or four and a half nerds. And a hot chick. <laughs> oh yeah, I mean you know. She can't be half she... a nerd. Oh yeah, well she is half a nerd. Um, anyway, Tar- we Tirana 355, what a game. I hope the Tim Grant knockers shut the fuck up now. Snake scoring a double makes the win even better. Hash fuck yeah. And we've got uh, Aussie, Aussie 11198 has just come out with just a, a plethora of hashtags. Hash Gronklander. Hash state traders in decline. Hash no passion. Hash fragile. Hash dominated. Hash Queensland in decline. Hash injury plagued. Hash soft. Hash undefeated asterisk. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, what have we got here? We got Brockle he Snitch. Needs to stop smoking hash, that boy. Yeah. <laughs> Snitch has said, "I wish Dave Taylor had fallen from the top bunk in the top the top bunk instead. What a shocker he had!" I saw a tweet. I'm not sure who it was from, and it may well have been from Brockle Snitch, but I'm not sure. Um, said that Dave t- earlier in the game that Dave Taylor fell from the top bunk into a bacon sundae. <laughs> <laughs> That's bacon Sundays. They'd go alright, those ones too. Yeah, I, I saw don't know. It on, I saw it on the news or something tonight. <laughs> I'd prefer uh, chocolate. Yeah, yeah. Uh, oh yeah, Rachel. Go New South Wales. Grant proved me wrong. Doubted him and thought Wood should be in. And Farah again proves he is an Origin capital letters player. Wow. Me and Rachel get on really well. It, it, it's 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 a, a fucking dead heat as to who's more one-eyed tigers. 
Yeah. Uh, NQC81. Pleasing to see a game decided by the players and not the refs. The better side won. See you in three weeks. And oh, he's made this, this uh, clever, in quotes, hashtag, saying uh, decider is in hash D-E-C-7-D-E-R. Oh, God. Get it? Yeah, he's, teach- he's, teaching, yeah. The youth of- he's, he's teaching the youth of the Un- country. Unfortunately, I do. He's uh he's he's teaching our youth, so um, yeah. you know, tremendous. I wonder there's so many fucking grunt kids in the world. So that's another story for another podcast. Hey, don't don't turn on your Queensland supporters, though, dude. Um, all right, what else do we have? Um, Brockles needs to be, again. New South Wales totally dominated and were still lucky to get away with the win. They should have won by more, but I'm still very nervous for three. Yeah, I agree. Jar TV is coming out of hibernation. He's, uh, he's come out of the wilderness and said, uh, "That's what out a legitimate... of jail, more likely." Yeah, probably. Uh, that's what a legitimate win looks like. No state traders, no dodgy calls, just heart and skill and motherfucking Luke Lewis. Jeez, I'd like to punch Jared in the face. <laughs> well, what, what do you disagree with there? No, because he's a cock. Not you... because of anything he's written. It's just a cock. I mean, you, you, I mean, like you know it. Yeah, it might hurt. You might not like it, but you are a fucking tra- state trader. There is no, there is no arguing with that. I've never denied it for one second. I've embraced it. I've explained. <laughs> I've explained myself. I've given my story. People say what the fuck they want. I've stood by it for this long, and a bunch of grunts on Twitter right now to make me change my mind. <laughs> uh, what else we got? Um... Fucking bring it on, bitches. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we got Big Dan Big Dan 1985 what a game held on for dear life need to replicate that effort in State of Origin 3 hash Kronk is a Gronk hash Queensland in decri- decline hash State Traders in decline um, hash Mr. Glenn's going to get four hours sleep how many yeah. more tweets have you got to read out I'm going to read out one more um, okay and and it's from uh, Mr. Wars who's you know, possibly the most one-eyed um, who better going who around. better to get the last tweet than this Gronk yeah, and um, I mean, my br- my l- beloved brother. Yeah, okay. So you've said all that now. You're going to look real silly. What makes a Queensland supporter sleep well after a loss? A hundred and fifty buck win on New South Wales one to twelve. That's right. See, motherfuckers call me a state trade. That's a state trade, motherfuckers. <laughs> that, my friend, is a state trade. <laughs> and the next time, I'm going to pull his aubergine pants down and spank his olive-skinned ass. And I'm not going to like it this time. Purely for disciplinary measures. Uh, excellent. Um, and I just want to finish up um, just with reviews. I mean, obviously the main show's gone live already for this week, um, but we've got there's a couple of reviews that came through in the last two days that you know didn't make the show, and I thought I'd just give those guys a bit of a, a plug. Um, we've got one here. Uh, Not another one star one, is it? They're both five stars, thankfully. Uh, love it by someone by the name of Ben Quirk. And he said, I uh, love this podcast. Discovered it a few weeks ago and now find myself listening to all the old podcasts. Keep it up, boys. And uh, he's put his Twitter handle in there, B underscore Q star with two R's. Um, and we've got Thank another you. one. We've got a tremendous one here from uh, from Andrew Koisman. Rumble in the Gronks, five stars. Came across you guys a few weeks ago while looking for a podcast about my mighty St. George Illawarra Dragons. Loved it straight away. Oh, shit. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Loved it straight away, despite constant bagging of Benny Cray, a.k.a. Moonwalker. Mainly because it conforms to the three Bs, bias, banter, and Benji bashing. 
Wait, four Bs. Seriously, you guys are hilarious and your podcast keeps me entertained in those 140-minute periods between Dragons tries. <laughs> Jade, <Jayden> much. <laughs> <laughs> uh, keep up the great work. P.S. That's not a five-star rating. That's four stars and an asterisk. <laughs> P.P.S. He's still going, P.P.S. Eventually I found a Dragons podcast, but it was just 60 minutes a week of looped violin music. <laughs> How good is that? <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Sensational, oh, sensational. Uh, you know, in closing, a big fuck you to anyone who's given us a one-star review because that guy rocks. Yeah, that's a, a sensational review. It certainly washes the washes the, uh, the the bad taste of, you know, all those sex offenders that give us fucking one-star reviews. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Cool. All right, man. All right, man. Thank you well, for your time. We, we roll on to, to three weeks' time and, uh, you know, hopefully, like I said, this is going to be the best game in the series and... You know, it all comes down to this. New South Wales is going to put it all on the line. Um, you know, it's the best team they've had in seven years. And, uh, you know, Queensland are the champions. You know, they're going to rise to the occasion. So it should be a cracker. Anyone wants to throw some tickets, bring it on. Yeah. I mean, you don't <laughs> throw them at us. I'll come and dive and grab them for them. Otherwise, it might be, might, be, might, be, might be meet up at the Caxton otherwise. Yeah, it could be, eh? Yeah. All right. Done. Bye, Enjoy. Congratulations to the Mighty Blues. Good yeah. game to the Queenslanders. Cool. And uh, one in let's, a row. Let's move on right to up. more important things like Tigers eight in a row. One in a row for the Blues. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, dude. All right, mate. Later. See you, bye. So there you have it. There is the review for State of Origin Game 2. Of course, follow us on Twitter at TWI League, facebook.com forward slash This Week in League. Get on there, get amongst it, throw the banner around. I think there's going to be a lot of nice build-up in the couple of weeks leading up to Game 3. So uh, bring it on. Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at UH1.com. 